NBA Australia. Hey again. You are right? I hope you are. I'm good, <laughs> which is nice. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of Code Bet. Uh, you might see me on Fox Sports Lab NBA. Oh, that guy's got a mug for podcasting, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, nice one. Or in the paper every day around this uh, great wide brown land of ours. Uh, I'm here in Larry Armour Studios. That's right, hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the internet's the NBA season. That's what we do on NBA Australia. We rep Australia a bit too. That's what we do. And we don't take things too seriously around here. Jeez, people take things so fucking seriously, don't they? We leave all the serious stuff for the dorks. <laughs> Not even just the nerds. Oh, I take things real serious. Yeah, you're a dork. All right. Welcome to the Ben Simmons Hour for today. No, there's a lot going on. And uh, most of all, I absolutely love, love, love uh, this part of the season. This is just pig in shit moments <laughs> of the NBA season. We know enough to know what we know and what we don't know. You know what I'm saying? You get it? Nice. Uh, so four big days to wrap up for you ahead of a uh, day off, actually, tomorrow. Thanksgiving in the States. Uh, so we'll set you up for the weekend. Uh, preview all the Saturday and Sunday games. We'll probably do a show on Sunday night. So, uh, yeah, pretty easy. Uh, but we'll wrap up all those games over the last couple of days with the NBA Australia Game Rats. We've got a juicy slab with that. It's not a knife. Old mate, no mates. Better than Lizzo Ball. Spot of the night as well. Uh, Dickhead of the week. We've got some yeah nahs. We've got the unpopular opinion of the day. We've got an outback take house where we're serving up a flame grilled take. Uh, there's an Andrew Gray's Grey Mumba Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. The Australian Player Watch. And then all those previews. Man, good one. Exciting times. We might finish it with a really quick deli review as well. Because why bloody not, mate? Why bloody not? I think he finished. Um, what did he finish? House of the Dragon and <laughs> the new Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Good times. Thanks for stopping by, Deli. All right, let's get into it. Episode 861 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Oh, wait a minute. We missed out on the... Hang on, we've missed it. We pressed the wrong button. Jimmy, stop the show. There you go. Watch out for the shark attack. <laughs> oh, you better. Especially if you're Ben Simmons. How good was Shaq and Chuck? Going after Simo. Uh, but yeah, we had to stop the show right there because, uh, I don't know, your mate Jim's had a few tins. This would be a loose show. Don't worry about that. Most of these shows are pretty loose, though. Don't get me wrong. Uh, most of the shows at the moment don't have, I don't know, a few f- tins under the belt. That's what happens when you get a, uh, what, two-month-old now? Jesus, how quickly does time go by? I can't believe the squid dose is already like, shit, he's like two and a half months. Fucking hell. What is going on? Crazy times. Great times. I'll tell you what. Everybody reached out over the last couple of months as well, like dads, hashtag dadstrayer, and got, oh, Jimmy, man, you just, yeah, twos. Twos when you really hit the fucking skids. <laughs> it's 100% true. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> One was manageable. Like, it doesn't feel manageable at the time. You're just like, oh, God. Look after a human. Then you're like, oh, wait, now it's fucking two. 
Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. It is double the fun, though. I'll tell you that much. The uh, Squid Dose is like the fucking coolest little dude in the world. He's just like fucking Grinny McGrinson. Uh, the problem is, I don't know, if I have all the other uh, dads, mums out there as well. You've all probably, you know, second kid time. Has everybody else had that moment when the this, the first one just goes, hang on, wait a minute. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> and just goes off the rails. Because <laughs> that's exactly what's happened here the last couple of weeks. He's, he settled down like the last week or two, but that was like, yeah, a two-week blip of just fucking chaos. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, let's get into the show. Uh, that isn't Dad Strayer. Let's start today's show with the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the daily. We will be daily again, uh, hopefully in the near future. I reckon after... You know, basically for the second half of the season, we'll go hopefully be back daily. So, see how we go. It's just a bit of a tough one with the uh, double squids, the schedule, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, another person who's back. Ben Simmons. How good's Box Hill, Benny? I love it. And uh, before we get into anything else, any fucking... I love I love copying shit. <laughs> People who come, like, on the old on the internet... Oh, Jimmy, you just, you bandwagon, what? I don't give a fuck about any bandwagon. My entire vibe for what, how many, however many years of NBA Australia, 861 episodes, has been, if you play like a Muppet, I'll say that you're playing like a Muppet. If you deserve props because you're playing good, you're going to get props. Guess what? There's a fist bump in it for you. Like, there's no, I don't don't have like an agenda. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Oh, Jimmy's in it for the clicks. What clicks? I'm just a dude. <laughs> it's chaos. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Look, any constructive criticism, I will welcome. 100%. But, yeah. Oh, Jimmy, yeah, you shit on Ben Simmons and then you, you then you up him up. What? What are you talking about? I shit on him when he plays like shit. And I give him props when he plays good. It's the same with fucking literally everybody who's Australian. If Giddy plays like shit, guess what? He cops it. I don't have to tell you. We're an equal opportunity shit giver here at NBA Australia. But Simo, I've really enjoyed this. So it's one thing that we hit on uh, in Fox Sports Lab this week is my favorite aspect of the Simmons experience, I think in the last 10 days, is the smile. The smile. Because he's suddenly playing... As his body's gotten better, as his body's gotten healthier, as his mind has probably also gone with that body, right? Gotten healthier, he looks relaxed. He's like looking the most relaxed he's looked in fucking, what, two years? And especially in the basketball court. When he hit those two free throws at the start of that Philly game, he's had like a flicker of a smile in between. I fucking loved it. There was nothing that warmed my heart any more than just seeing him go, yeah, hang on a second, basketball's pretty fun. I mean, sure, he's not scoring in fourth quarters, but fuck it, he'll get there. Uh, But the vibe is, he's back to a degree, and you've seen it. We've talked about this as well, right? So the reports were simply that the health, uh, you know, conditioning, that sort of stuff, obviously not quite there that first month of the season, which we've just clicked past, by the way. Um well, more than a month, you know, month, oh, edging on to a month and a half. And 
dealing with nerve injuries after, you know, back surgery and stuff like that. It's no fucking joke. What do we know? We know you don't fuck with feet. You don't fuck with backs or necks, actually. Yeah, necks are a bad thing. Um, but back surgery, nerves, that sort of shit. Cool. If you start sort of seeing him play a little bit more fluidly, putting his head down, going to the basket, being a beast in transition, that extra burst of speed, well, that's that moment when you go, yeah, Ben Simmons is back. That's the Ben Simmons we know. That's the Ben Simmons who's uh, an all-star. That's the Ben Simmons who can actually be a fucking difference maker for a team. And I love that shit. What I don't fucking love is sooking. (laughs) Seriously, I hate it when the squid does it. I hate it when Ben Simmons does it. Fucking grow up. You know? Who sooks? But the way he's played the the last week and a bit, so as I said, the sort of 10 days... uh, it's been really, really heartening. Fucking love to see it. Love to see it. Box Hill Benny. Benny the Bricky. Look, some of those uh, free throws are still looking fucking uglier than your, uh, your mother-in-law sister kind of vibe. But I'll pay, I'll pay the approach, you know? The work his way back into form, get there, and away we go. And to be honest, who do you reckon is actually responsible for this? Do you reckon having Paddy Mills in his ear 24 fucking 7 is a good thing or not? Of course it is. Of course it is. Having Paddy Mills just on your shoulder the entire time going, you're all right, buddy. You're all right. It's fine. It's fine. Everybody needs a Paddy Mills. You need your own Paddy Mills. Simo's got a Paddy Mills. Of course he's going to be feeling good about shit. Paddy Mills is going to be in his ear day in, day out, hanging out with his brother, just going, yeah, man, it's fine. Ben, you're rat. Off you go. Love that. Right, other news. The Kings are all, ah, fire the lizard. Uh, longest win streak since 04, unfortunately. Uh, look, the Kings uh, ran into a bit of a uh, grinder at one point um, this week. And you're like, yep, it happens. On a back-to-back, they lose to the Hawks today. But look, I fucking love this Kings team. I love it just with the fire of a thousand suns um, because they're fun. They light it up. They got like three of like my sort of uh, absolute fucking all time faves: Diaz Fox, the Suvlaki King, Demarcus Sabonis, and the Rook Keegs. Keegs can't hit a shot at the moment, but still love him. Um, enjoying the Kings experience. What else has been happening this week? Uh, Jar Morant was out. I think we might have hit on that on Sunday's show. Ah, oh, week to week with an ankle injury. Jar goes, "Yeah, fuck your ankle injury. Uh, I'm going to play." And it's like everybody turned around and went, "Jar, that's." Bro, that's your ankle. He's like, I don't even care. <laughs> Watch this. 34 on your head. You're like, all right, thanks, Jar. Kawaii. <laughs> uh, you thought I was going to be back? Yeah. Nah, now I've got an ankle sprain. Uh, well, came back, played three games, uh, then was out. So thanks for coming, Clamps. Um, so it was kind of weird. It's like Jar was out, now he's back. Kawhi was back, now he's out. Um, Embiid, he's out with a foot sprain. He missed that Nets game, missed the Hornets game. All the good stuff, <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, Charlotte beat them today after they beat the Nets. What a world we live in. He hopefully will be all right, but yeah, man, watching the Sixers without Embiid, it's like, hey, it's the Tobias Harris show. And you're like, well, I don't want to watch the Tobias Harris show. Even Tobias Harris's family are like, eh. Do we have to watch the Tobias Harris show? Uh, Dame, he's still out with his weird calf injury, so he came back and then almost instantly got hurt again. 
and that's what sort of prompted Sunday's uh, little, yeah, maybe uh, maybe trade Dame, just saying. And I'm still kind of like sitting there going, there's so much fun, weird jankiness to this Portland team that of course you want to keep Dame there if you're Portland. But that's a lot of injuries in a very short amount of time that we've dealt with over the last, what, 18 months for Dame? Just saying, just saying. Kick those tires. Conley, he went out with a knee for the Yaz. Uh, mo- no major damage, which is good. Uh, the problem was instantly the Jazz have just gone and uh, stunk up the joint. They turned, like, It's pretty weird how they instantly turned to the Yaz that we thought they were, and you're like, oh, right, sure. They uh, drop a couple in, the ro- in a row. One just absolute fucking shitstorm against the Pistons and uh, another game against the Clippers who... Look, to be honest, that Clippers game, if you're going to get beaten, like, don't let it be by Norm Powell. Like, <laughs> in the year of our Lord, 2022, like, this is the game where Clamps is out there. They don't have Paul George. Uh, John Wall is, I don't know, running around doing John Wall-y kind of things. But, yeah, the Reggie Jackson, Norm Powell experience, not great. You can't lose to that, Yaz. What are you doing? Anyway, they did. Conley, look, as long as he's... Uh, you know, dodge some major damage. This might be the exact sort of just push over the ledge the Yaz need to go, oh, wait, we're meant to be bad. Let's tank her up, boys. Uh, the Nets, they stink, then they don't. Then they do, then they don't. Uh, this is the Nets experience. Kyrie came back. Simo's looking awesome, loving that. And they lose to the Sixers with Adam Bede, Harden, oh, Maxi. Brooklyn, going to Brooklyn. And uh, last little bit of news, Devin Booker's going to win the MVP. We'll get to that later. <laughs> game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps. That's right. Let's go back to Monday. Cast your mind back. With me on Monday, the Suns absolutely shit pumped the, uh, the Knickerbockers. So I had the Knicks. I think I picked them plus five and a half. I thought there'd be a little bit more fight because this is, uh, look, long road trip for the Knicks at the moment. And you're feeling it. You're like, all right, cool. Maybe they get going. And then Julius Randle just went, oh, wait, no, today I'll be bad Julius Randle. And you're like, oh, fuck, I've just completely wasted a pick. <laughs> they had three players in double figures. And uh, one of them was RJ Barrett. And you know what he shot in that game? This is a precursor to laid up. Chill. Yeah, but also no one else hit a fucking shot <laughs> for the Knicks in that game. It was hilarious. Uh, they got smokerated. Like, seriously, just one of those ones you're like, oh, yeah, the Suns uh, are good and the Knicks are, um, yes, bad. That was like uh, the Suns' run of uh, three or four straight games, I think, where they had their starters in double figures. It was unbelievable. Uh, the Wiz eked over the line against the Hornets. Uh, Kuzma, 28 and 10 in that one. So Kuzma is one of my go-tos. If you want to, uh, if you're a betting person, and uh, feel like just laying a bit out there, Kuzma basically two out of three games will uh, smash his rebound numbers, smash his points overs. Just saying, heads up. Uh, the Pistons got smoked by the fight the loser Kings one thirty seven one twenty nine. Darren Fox loved it. Jaden Ivey finally gave us like uh, he's shown flashes so far this season. This game was like the one where you're like, ooh, he's like good, <laughs> good. Without Cade Cunningham, you knew the Pistons would just sort of uh, suck. But the Kings, look, they're not playing a giant amount of defense. 
but they scored 38, 30, 34, and 35 in the four quarters. They gave up 33, 37, 32, but luckily only 27 in that fourth quarter. Jimmy, what did they win by? Well, they won by eight. Jimmy, what did they outscore the Pistons by in the last quarter? Well, that would be eight. So, uh, yeah. Kings are fun. It is a roller coaster, though. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, the Nets beat the Grizz on Monday. That was a fun, fun, fun game. Uh, that was the Simo stepping up, looking pretty, pretty, pretty good in that one. Uh, the 22, 8, and 5 from Simo with the uh, KD 26, 7, and 7. And they stomperated the Grizz without uh, Jar and without Desmond Bean. Uh, so it's like, well, this is a lot of Dylan Brooks. He shot 30 times. Now, if you expect the Dylan Brooks to shoot 30 times, how many points do you think you'd have? If you thought 31, you would be correct. But my favorite thing is, what do you shoot from three? Yeah, he went 311. Thanks, Dylan Brooks. Never, ever change. Uh, the Cavs absolutely fucking killed. They straight killed. So he got straight killed. The Heat, 113 to 87. That Heat team is. We'll talk about them later. Not great. Uh, Warriors finally got a road win against the Rockets. Finally. They were 0 and 8. Beat the Rockets 127 120. And the Nuggets eked out a win over the Mavs because the Mavs can't beat a team when they don't have their good players. Seriously, 98-97, the Nuggets did not have Rattle them off. Joker, Jam and Jamal Murray, <laughs> Aaron Air Gordon. They had Michael Porter Jr., and that was ba- basically it. El Jefe Green played five minutes, then he was gone. Not ideal. They got the Bones Show, which is what, you know, that's the name of your sex tape. But um, away we go. Spencer Dinwiddie goes 5 of 15. Luke, goes 7 of 16. Hashtag sniper alert. Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith combined to go... Uh, that's right, 2 of 10, but my favorite was still Tim Hardaway Jr. going 0 of 9. Thanks for coming, Timmy. Tim Hardaway, the lesser, and the Spurs kicked the shit out of the Lakers. Uh, AD went off, 30 and 18, uh, 123, 92. And Tuesday, Tuesday, do you remember Tuesday? The Cavs, that's right, Cleveland. Cleveland! They beat the Hawks, 114, 102. We watched the shit out of this one. It was great, 29-9 uh, for Mitchell. Outplayed the hell out of it. Uh, young DeJunte uh, coupling. This is, I think we had Atlanta as the pick, uh, expecting DeJunte Murray to not shoot 4 of 17. Yeah, because that's bad. <laughs> 1 of 7 from downtown for Trey as well. Donnie goes for 29. Darius goes for 26. Even the Twin Towers, they didn't do a giant amount of damage. The Cavs just fucking killed him because Chetty the Jetty Osman goes for 23 off the bench, so... That was a really fun game, that one. The Pacers killed. They straight killed. He got straight killed. The Magic Man 123-102. The Bulls beat the Celtics in a fucking barn burner. Boil over. DeMar DeRozan there. Outplayed Tatum and the uh, the Celtics. uh, Snapping the Celtics' big win streak. At home, they just were staunch. They had sort of like a little bit of everything, those, uh, those there Bulls. And sometimes, look, that combo of Vooch, uh, Levine, and I think I talked about this on Sunday show, right? DeRozan, Levine, Vooch. You're going to get the sort of stock standard performance from them, right? And you'll hit a certain apron uh, 
of performance. And in this one, you had DeRozan with 28, Levine with 22, Vooch with a 12 and 13 with 6. It literally just sort of revolves around their other three sort of guards. Ayo, Dasunmu, you got Kobe, Kobe White, and the Caruso. If two of them play well, they're in games. And in this game, all three of them were pretty bloody good. Like Ayo had the 10, 3, and 2. Kobe went for 9. Uh, Caruso had 10, 4, and 4 steals. And you're like, yeah, shit, no wonder they won. Patch Williams also chucked in 17. It's those sorts of vibes that make the Bulls so wildly inconsistent because it just sort of hangs on these role players, like game in, game out. The three will get you there. It depends on whether or not the other dudes show up, and that's the Bulls. Like that's, I mean, that's a lot of the NBA teams as well, but the Bulls sort of stick out to me, along with the Mavs. Their variance in their role players is what breaks your fucking heart, whereas you watch a team like the Celtics when you've got like the solid core of uh, Tatum and Brown they only need like an, a sort of a little bit of a push from the role players, whereas other teams that rely a little bit more on them, the variance is that much higher and it fucking kills you. The Bucks they smashed uh, the Blazers. It was 119-111. It got close there at the end just because the Bucks were like, yeah, we've got this one. It's like, yep, they do. Giannis is so fucking good, 37-76. Uh, the T-Wolves beat up on the Heat. Heat on a back-to-back. The Wolves won this one 105-101. It was not pretty. So, yeah, don't go back and rewatch that one. Pelicans shit pumped the Warriors in a back-to-back. They rested everyone 128-83. Spindles goes for 34. The Knicks, they beat the Thunder 129-119. I expected the Thunder to win that one with the Knicks on a back-to-back. But the Thunder, look, talk about variance. Their defensive variance is a little bit wonky at times. When you got SGA, Giddy, Dort, Kendrick Williams, Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, like... Baisley, Lindy Waters, like you've got the horses there, but they're so young. <laughs> Sometimes they just sort of stink. <laughs> and it was good to see Giddy come out afterwards and go, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, we've yeah." Sometimes we just we need to lock in a bit more. We're we're a bit flighty. It's like yeah, because you're a bunch of fucking twenty one year olds. Um, the Clippers they beat the Jazz. This was a crazy game. I mean, as I mentioned, right? Like the Jazz losing that one. It's not inexcusable, but it's one of those things you go, ah, oh, yeah, Mike Conley, having an adult in the room makes a big difference on your team. Uh, what do we have? It was Wednesday's games. We only had the four on Wednesday. We had the net sixes game. That was the boil over to beat all boil overs. The Tobias Harris game. like, all right, Tobias, everybody's out. We need you to go off. And he's like, you got a boss. Here's 24 points. <laughs> but he literally took over that second half. And won them that game. And it's one of those moments where you go, fucking Tobias Harris. Like, really? Really? He's the... My point for Tobias Harris has always been that he is the value... Like, here's my baseline for... Are you a good NBA player who can actually swing a game? It's value over replacement... VORP is like the baseball statistic, right? Value over replacement player where you have... uh, your performance over or that, it's like the average person. Tobias Harris is that if you can swing a game. And value over Tobias Harris, if you literally take away all the other good parts of a team, Tobias Harris can apparently swing the game for you. If you have the other good parts, he doesn't. And that's why he's the perfect barometer for like value above Tobias Harris. 
In this game, he goes, oh, cool. Well, PJ Tucker's doing nothing but giving, like face guarding Kevin Durant and ruining his shit. Ben Simmons has been pretty fun for the first three quarters, but guess what? It's the fourth quarter. He's definitely not going to shoot or touch the ball, and he didn't. And, you know, Kyrie's, like, just gotten back. He's going to shoot them out of it, and they just won't be able to get enough stops, and we're actually going to win because, look at this, it's Tobias Harris just making hard shots. And you're like, oh, cool. Tobias Harris, thanks for rocking up to work today, mate, to uh, cash that $35 bucks worth of a contract you've got. Uh, the Kings beat the Grizz. This was a fucking awesome one. 32 for Fox, 34 for Morant. Uh, <laughs> it was so good. Malik Monk, ah, oh, it's just like Ja Morant whispering in his ear, don't miss. I'm just, I fucking love Ja Morant. Uh, the Pistons beat the Nuggets. What? Look, I'm not going to say that they cost me a lot of money, but they did. <laughs> fucking Detroit. I had them head to head as well. Um, this was a weird one because the Pistons have won a couple of these games now where no one is doing too much, but they're doing all of them are doing just enough, especially Jaden Ivey, who, guess what he shot? Cheers. Yeah, that's right. He went three eleven. Um, thanks, Jaden. But the thing was, like, they got twenty two out of Bo- uh, Boyan. They got fourteen out of Bags. Twenty one out of Alec Burks. I'm a professional basketball player, and seventeen out of Kevy Knox, which is pretty chaos because it's Noxy, and we all know that he's pretty shit. So, but the thing is, they shot over fifty percent. Uh, they still had sixteen turnovers, and they still won this game. Because the Nuggets couldn't hit a three. They went 5-19. Jam and Jamal goes 3-12. KCP goes 4-10 from the floor. And just, like, despite a 31-9-10 out of Joker, 18 from MPJ, 17 out of Air Gordon. The Nuggets. It's one of those games where you go, yes, we're very much, very clearly looking past this opposition team. And, uh, oh, fuck. Did they just win? Oh, God damn it. We've blown it. It was weird. They couldn't hit a three. They went five and nineteen, as I mentioned. But Jesus, Nugs, what are you doing? You can't be like in the West, which is separated by like fuck all games. You can't be dropping those ones. Uh, the Suns beat the Lakers pretty handily. Got into a bit of a fracker. My favorite aspect of this game is not quite the fight, which is pretty fun. I'll talk about it in a second. But uh, that matchup of the jerseys, the yellow of the Lakers, and that beautiful sort of deep turquoisey blue of that city jersey of uh, Phoenix was just uh, kissing fingers emoji. AD, way to build up that trade value, pal. Um, 115, 105, sun's rolling. And then uh, today's games, we had a massive slate because obviously today with, um, well, tomorrow rather, with um, Thanksgiving, no games on the NBA because they, you know, ceded that to the NFL. And the NFL's like, yeah, well, I mean, we own Thanksgiving. And the NBA's like, that's cool, we'll take Christmas. And the NFL went, well... Actually, how about we also take Christmas? And the NBA are like, aw, don't do that. Yay, stop it, stop it. <laughs> like a little brother going, oh, no, I want to play with that. <laughs> uh, today, the Hornets beat the Embiid list sixes pretty handily, 107-101. One of those ones where you're like, yep, if the uh, Hornets can't win this one, they may as well just like, like put everyone on a plane and just fucking trade them all. Uh, Terry Rose goes for 22. You had the 19 from PJ Hamilton, Washington. 
And, uh, hey, Tobias Harris, we're still without everybody. Can you step up tonight? It's like, you got a boss. It's like, all right, Tobias, can you get us 40? He's like, you got a boss, 19 points it is. All right, thanks for coming, Tobias. Here's your check for this week. He's like, thanks, boss, see ya. 19 points on 20 shots, Tobias Harris. He's the opposite of reflex. You can't trust him. Uh, The Cavs, 114. They beat the Blazers pretty handily, 96. This is one of the things where... um, you watch the Blazers now, Sands Dame, and you're like, oh, right, they're 10 and 8. Yep. They are playing Justice Winslow a lot of minutes. <laughs> I love him. Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant, like, there's a reason he's not a number one. Anthony Simons, he is awful young, and uh, that team doesn't feel as deep as it does when Dame's actually playing. So now they've lost four on the trot. And look, yeah, it's been pretty good. Teams they've played, right? They've played the Nets, the Yaz, the Bucks, and the Cavs. And then you have that moment going, yeah, sure, they beat the Pelicans. Yeah, they beat the Heat. Yeah, they beat that awesome, like, Suns team in that weird, funky game. I'm a bit worried about the Blazers. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. The Cavs, meanwhile, Jesus. Cleveland! 34 more for Donnie. Looking great. Go the Fro had 24 points, 13 rebounds. He was bloody awesome. Say that much. And uh, we had the Blazers. Look, I don't know. Nurk is still doing work, but uh, I'm a bit worried. Wolves, Pacers. Now, I think my initial tip uh, on code bet was uh, the Pacers. And I remember, like, I was sitting on the train uh, going into uh, into the office today, and I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. The Wolves are really big. <laughs> Like all the paces have is like Miles Turner. He went off for thirty-one and seven, but I think between Cat and Rudy Gobert, this staff out there were they had forty-four and twenty-seven rebounds. <laughs> so yeah, I might have gotten that one a bit wrong. Anyway, um, the paces on a back-to-back as well, right? Like you knew this was going to sort of happen. So bit of a tough one, bruv. A bit of a tough one. Wait, were they on a back-to-back? I don't know that they were. In fact. No, they weren't. But yeah, that size advantage sometimes against a team like you know a team that's maybe uh, lacking a little bit of size, that's when the Wolves are going to face. So, screwed that pick. Ah, uh, the Hawks they beat the Kings. Ah, oh, fight the laser. Oh, not the laser today. One fifteen, one oh six. Hawks held him at arm's length pretty much most of this game. There's a lot of Malik Monk, and you're like, oh, if it's a lot of Malik Monk, then something's gone pretty badly because we should be relying a lot more on. Diaz Fox, his shot was missing off all game today. He had 18 points on 20 attempts. Um, the Suvlaki King had 15, 13, and 7. It's one of those games where, like, Suva going up against Clint Capella and a Kongwu. You're like, ooh, yeah, I can see the limitations. <laughs> but anyway, you get that on the big jobs. Also, they were on a back-to-back, so I think I'd pick that one right. The Celtics beat the shit out of the Mavericks, 125-112. The Mavs kind of made it interesting late. Like, Luka was incredible, 42-8-9, but yeesh. Talk about variance. Their their defense has been one of the best ones so far this season in terms of, like, points allowed. But fucking hell, they just looked disinterested today. It was bonkers. Tatum and Brown calved them up. The Heat, they beat the Wizards. Pretty funny, pretty wild. Kuzma goes for 33, but they will lose 105-113. Because Kuzma, the 33, 21 for the Extreme Zinger Meal. Extreme Zinger Meal. 13 for Will the Thrill Barton. 
You love to see it. Denny Avdija doing work. You almost had a triple-double, did Denny? 12, 9, and 10. 28 for Big Booty Car, Larry. 15, 11 for Bam, Bam, at a bio. And Cody Martin did uh, the Lord's work. <laughs> 24 points. 4 and 9 from 3. Caleb Martin, rather. And you're like, yep, that's about it. Tyler Hero came back. He had 17, hit 5 or 10 from downtown. But the Wizards, their defense is just sneaky okay. But not enough today. The Heat got them. Love to see it. And the Nets, they beat the Raptors. 112-98. Uh, the Raptors did not hit any shots. It's one of those games where you're like, oh, did the Nets just stuff them up defensively? It's like, no, nah, the Raptors just looked gassed, couldn't hit a shot, and gave up. Seriously. It was crazy. They had a 39 third-point quarter to Brooklyn after scoring, it was only like 14 or something in the second. Uh, the Raps end up shooting 7-29 from downtown at 35% from the floor. They gave up 55% shooting for the Nets, and the Nets hit 17 threes. Yeah, that'll do it. Keith Morris goes 3 of 4, 5 for Irving, 5 for Royce O'Neal. He had 15. You love to see it. Good job. Kyrie 29 all up. Big Simo, 14 and 6. Good stuff. Big win for the uh, Nets on a back to back. That's the grit. You love to see that. The Bulls beat the Bucks. What? 118, 113. What did I tell you? It's all about the role players. Uh, Kobe. Kobe White. Caruso. Look. Kobe goes for 14, AO goes for 8, 11 for Patch, you win the game. Because you get 18 and 18 out of Vooch and Levine, you get 36 out of DeMar, and you beat the Bucks, who had 36, 11, and 7 out of Giannis, 20 out of Brook Lopez, and uh, not a giant amount else. Drew Holiday, belly shot, he had 14 points, 11 re- uh, assists, but geez. Sometimes, like, defensively, the Bucks are unreal, but... If DeMar just gets going, sometimes it's really fucking tough to stop him. I'll tell you that much, as you sure today. The Nugs outlast the Thunder 131 in overtime. Uh, 131-126. SGA goes for another 31. Joker, though, 39-10-9. Pelicans beat the Spurs because the Spurs are bad. 129-110. Pistons, what do you I tell you? Sneaky wins, 125-116. Wow. Unbelievable. Malik Beasley goes 29-11, but... Bags, Jaden Ivey. He had 16, 23 for Boyan. Oof, unbelievable. Don't underestimate the Pistons. They're going to fight. And finally, the Warriors killed. That's right. They straight killed. So he got straight killed. The Clippers. Andrew Wiggins goes for 31. Clippers had nothing. Uh, 124-107. Warriors now back up to uh, 9-10. Still a dominating team at home. 8-1. Let's do an NBA Australia approved performance of the night. Knife. That's a knife. Oh, you better believe it. So many great performances over the last few days. How about Luca? The 42 uh, today against Boston. Nine assists, eight rebounds, shot 17 and 28, and just nothing else. They're so Luca centric. It's like bad. It seriously is. It's like, yeah. Get more Greeny going. Get more Hardaway. And then Hardaway is so flash in the pan that it's really tough to sort of rely on him. Reggie Bullock will go absolutely fucking supernova for six weeks and then go ice cold for like three months. Dorian Finney-Smith, he's fun, he's good, he's handy, but he can't be like your third best player. Christian Wood, smoking it off the bench at times. There's a reason you can get him for a bag of chips, you know? Anyway, Joker, 39, 10, and 9, a day after 31, 9, and 10. 
That's the dyslexic's fucking beauty <laughs> of a stat line there. Just mix up the threes, the ones, the nines, and the zeros and just fuck them all up. It's like, all right, thanks, man. Tatum, 37, 13, and five. He was unreal today against that. Uh, coming back from like the twisted ankle where they didn't think he was going to play, he played and he fucking played. Shai, Shai Redder, Gildas Alexander, the 31, 11, I mentioned that. Miles Tender, 31, and seven. He was awesome against the big fellas there of the Wolves. Tried his darndest. Cyrus Halliburton could have hidden. Fucking shot it all. Fox thirty-one eight and six on Wednesday versus Jars thirty-two. That was, oh no thirty no thirty-two yeah. And then he had the thirty-two versus the thirty-four versus Jar. That was awesome. Uh, Anthony Davis first player to put up thirty-five points, twenty rebounds, five steals, and five blocks in the last forty seasons. That seems pretty good. Thirty-six points, twenty-one rebounds, five steals, five blocks. Insane game. But then you're like, okay, so who's Anthony Davis playing? You're like, yeah, if he's got the entire team to himself, he can, he can, you know, do some stuff. You're like, all right. He played the Suns. You're like, yeah, cool. So who else did they have out there with him? Oh, Lonnie Walker. Cool. Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah, cool. And they had three play, four players who went a combined uh, 0 of 14 between Dennis Schroeder and Jamal Rondo winning Gabriel... Pat Bev and Troy Brown Jr. Thanks for coming, boys. You're really helping everything. Anthony Davis, though. Look, you got to props that game. 11-17 shooting, 37-21, five steals, five blocks. That is fucking nothing to sneeze at. Uh, Giannis, 37-76 against Portland. I mean, like, that's pretty bloody good. Uh, oh, The one thing I forgot about Tatum, he's the first player to 550 points this season. Not bad. And uh, look, that's a lot of stars. How about Bruce Brown? First career triple-double today. 17, 13, and 10 against the, the Thunder. Also had four steals. Shot 7 of 14 from the uh, floor. 3, 6 from 3. Good on you, Brucey. Also hit the sort of floater that sealed the game. So there you go. What about Spuds of the Night? Spud, 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 Spud of the night. How about all of the Nuggets against Detroit? That checks out. Uh, but Davon Reed, 0-7 today against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Keegan Murray, 0-6, went 1-8 the day before. Brutal vibes. Uh, Aaron Naismith goes 1-9 against Minnesota for the Pacers. Gabe Vincent was 1-9 today. Chris Bobby Boucher, 2-15 shooting. That is uh, not great. 3-15 for Jordan Poole. Way to get punched in the face, way to get paid, and way to be shit. 3 of 12 for John Collins. That's a tall cocktail. And Malachi, Malachi, flying. Flynn, uh, 3 of 13 for Buddy. And that win over the Magic Men for the Pacers the other day. 4 of 15 for Tyrese Halliburton. That's why Indy lost against the uh, Wolves, just saying. And I mentioned all those Lakers. 0 of 6 for Dennis Schroeder. 0 of 3 for Wingen Gabriel. And he's not German. Uh, Patrick Beverly and Troy Brown goes 0 of 5. Hilarious. Uh, PJ Tucker. That motherfucker can't hit a shot. He's gone 0 of 6 in that last game. Uh, he has three points in his last 166 minutes across five games. Three points in 166 minutes of basketball in five games. He's a plus 39 in that time, and he shot 8.3% from the floor. Unbelievable. Joe Harris goes 0 of 8. Al Horford went 0 of 9. It's a lot of offers, but I'll tell you what, my favourites are still going to be... Chill. 
Yeah, that's right. You better believe it. 311. Um, we've already mentioned a bunch of them. There was actually a couple of other ones as well. Uh, we had, I think, Jeremiah Robinson Earl going 311 against Denver. Jade and Ivy, I mentioned him. Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine goes 311 from three. And I think Sabonis, 311. It's no. Who the fuck was that? Beyondus, what am I writing? Did I have a stroke writing that one? I think I might have. Anyway, some good 311s <laughs> over the last few days. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but Levine going 311 from downtown. It's just like a manna from heaven kind of vibe. Uh, enjoyed RJ Barrett's one too. Right, what about Old Mate No Mates? Old Mate No Mates. 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 Who's got No Mates today? DeAndre Ayton, I enjoyed that uh, fight, right? So I mentioned the fight earlier. Suns, Lakers, Pat Bev fighting a dude a foot taller than him. The Old Mate No Mates vibe was kind of like, so... Aiton's standing over, standing over what? Austin Reeves. And, uh, you know, Booker's sort of wanged him in the head. Bev gets him, and uh, the Suns, it all sort of, you know, tips off. But everybody's going to like, I don't know. Andre Aiton can probably fight his own fights. <laughs> There's a bit of that fight. Like, there wasn't quite the passion that you'd expect. And then the Lakers sort of getting around that Bev, you're like, oh. Maybe they don't mind that. That's good. Uh, obviously, the big one, though, old mate, no mates, he's your fucking mate. That's uh, Philly when it comes to Ben Simmons in Brooklyn. He's like, fucking nah, he's your mate now. I'll tell you what, though. I enjoyed the shushing. Yes, they lose the game. I expected more from Philly. Like, this is one of the things. This is why, you know, Simo set out that first uh, preseason. Well, he played preseason, whatever, against the uh, Sixers at one point, but playing against them last year, doesn't get out on the court. And it's just sort of sapped the uh, Philly fans' energy for booing him. Like, he got booed every time he touched the ball. And you get it. I expected more, though, from a city that threw batteries at Santa. You know? That kind of vibe. I don't want him to throw shit. I just want to keep that just fuck you energy the entire time. And they sort of uh, fell flat. So maybe, I don't know, Simo was right. Uh, Pencing the night, that's going to be the Nets at the hands of the Sixers. It was pretty funny. It's like, yo, they've got none of their good dudes. Ah, oh, they want it more, and you're getting punked. And uh, how's Benny going in the fourth quarter? Oh, that's sad. Uh, the Raptors, though, then they got pants by the Nets on the back of that back-to-back. What is going on, Toronto? That was a bit of a pencing. Uh, but really, there's a couple of big ones. Uh, Dave Henry got got, just fucking placed into the ground by SGA. And I'm convinced when it comes to Shea, Reda, Gilgis, Alexander, that it's his uh, full-length like leg sleeve and the other leg that he leaves uncovered. That leaves me off balance just watching him. <laughs> like I'm watching him on the couch like half, like sliding out. Which way am I going? Which, hey, where am I going? Where, hey, hey, I don't know where I'm going. Anyway, uh, so Dave Henry just got sort of put on a button by SGA and just boop, off he goes. Uh, and Miles Turner demolished uh, McDaniels on the Wolves. Just McDaniels like, oh, I'll take a charge. And Miles Turner's like, yo, you realize I'm like seven foot two. I'm listed at seven foot, but I'm really like seven two. I'm big and stretchy. I'm gonna fucking yam on you, pal. 
And McDaniels goes, like, halfway through, he's like, oh, no, I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> it was not great. <laughs> he got fucking killed. He really did. <laughs> you could almost say. So he got straight killed. I love it. Uh, better than Lonzo Ball for today. <laughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, Shea Gildas Alexander, I just mentioned him. Uh, Jimmy, why is he better than Lonzo Ball? I don't know. He was the 11th pick back in 2018. He's only just gone back to back 35 and 7 with 31, 7 and 11. He's averaging 31.1 points a game, 6.3 assists, 4.8 rebounds. He is a fucking savage. I love it. The best part is he averages 1.4 blocks and 1.8 steals a game. Shea is a fucking problem. Finally, Dickhead of the Week. Dickhead of the Week. Uh, the Kyrie Irving. Memorial. Um, I want to give this one, look. Pat Bev, everyone's like, oh, yeah, the Lakers got around him for standing up for a teammate. It's like, that's literally all he does. Like, he's not a good basketball player. Uh, he does a lot of fronting. I appreciate it. But at the same time, he had a great, you know, reason to go after to Aiden. Aiden standing over Austin Reeves there on the ground. Pat Bev, over, you know, gets up in his uh, fucking grill about it. Of course, Pat Bev also shoved Devin Booker midair in the same game. And you're like, yeah, Pat Bev is just, it's like one of those reminders of like the dualities of man. Pat Bev, good teammate, still a dickhead. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, you know, also a bit of a dickhead. It's like, what are you doing standing over Austin Reeves? It's like, I got the ball. It's like, yeah, just don't stand over the dude. You didn't even get the block, you idiot. You didn't get the foul. Get the fuck out of there, DeAndre Ayton. The fuck are you doing? Uh, let's do some ENRs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do some ENRs real quick. Um, brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Go get your merch. Go get your merch. What are you doing? Go get your merch. People. Get your merch. Get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Uh, get a hoodie. Get a t-shirt. Whatever. NBAstraya.com slash shop or just any links through the socials. Come on. Help a brother out. Uh, let's do some quick ENRs. Feeling good about Simmons now, Jimmy? Yeah, nah. Yeah, to a degree because, I mean, as I've said, like he looks fucking relaxed for the first time in two years playing basketball, and I love that. Absolutely love it. I'm here for him. I want him to be playing well. I want him to have a fucking awesome career. Anyone who thinks otherwise is a fucking idiot because, look, if he plays like shit, I'll say that he's playing like shit and lay out the reasons why he's playing like shit and why he should be playing better. Same goes for everybody else. I want him to be playing well because it's way more fun. If you've listened to me at all over the last, what, five, six fucking years, whatever, yeah, my entire vibe is when he's flying, it's great, and I love it. And when he's sooking and getting up in his own shit, practicing with his phone in his pocket, (laughs) 
<laughs> you're just like, all right, come on. But yeah, seriously, like they're working himself back into form, into health. I love to see it. And like, you just want to see those flashes, those bits of burst, because that's what separates him, right? Like it's not his size. It's like the combination, the size, strength, the agility, and the, and the speed, right? He has the vibe of being able to be like the world's most supercharged version of Draymond Green, but with way more fucking skill, but just without even Draymond's vague predilection for shooting threes. So I want to see more of that. I want to see him amp it up. And with that in mind, with a fully charged, actual armed and operational Simo, does Brooklyn have a bit of a chance here? Yeah, nah. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, this is the thing I've been banging on about all preseason into this. It can work if they want to make it work. Simo is a defensive menace, point of attack, stopper, point of attack, you know, offensive leader as well, who can, like, hand off a ball to Kyrie Irving to uh, KD. What I want to see more of, though, is, like, Simmons actually... Over the last week and a half, it's been really good to see him actually attack the basket and not be afraid to get fouled, you know? That's the big difference. And that's been awesome. I also want to see him like not be afraid to take fucking the practice shots that he shoots during practice. Oh, look, I shot a I shot a jumper. I shot a three. Cool. Shoot them in fucking games. We we all understand that. You think Kevin Durant and Patty Mills aren't see they're going too? Can you just fucking shoot a three, man? But look, as soon as he gets healthier, they're only gonna get better. They'll get more staunch because that talent on that team is like sweet. Simo, shooters, bit of defense here and there. Brooklyn will have a chance against anybody. So, yeah, they got a chance. Are the Kings for real? Fire the laser. Yeah, nah. Oh, this one, look, they are and they aren't because the shooting variance at the moment is through the fucking roof. And you know that's going to come crashing down. And we've been blowing them up the last two weeks. Look, I hate using shit like the uh, Royal Wii because I also hate people who conflate their own experience with like the wider experience. Um, it's a bugbear of mine, just saying. But the Kings are fun as shit, and it's because they're hitting shots. Are they still fun as shit when they stop hitting shots? Like The crazy part is like Harrison Barnes isn't shooting very well at the moment. Monk is like playing out of his skin. Hoyt is playing out of his skin. Fox has been awesome. We saw Fox have a couple of... Uh, you know, slower games last bit. But, look, I think they're just fun. And now they've got, like, an adult in charge with Mike Brown. Like, they're, they're good. But are they for real, for real? Yeah, nah. Like, I'm going to say still the offensive thing where they're, like, you know, the best offense essentially the last 20-odd years, maybe in history, of just averaging, like, so many fucking points. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, look, it'll come, it'll come back to earth a little bit. But they will be still fun. So that's more the answer is that they'll still be fun, yeah. Are they actually like a proper legit playoff lock? Not yet, nah. Not quite. Uh, Booker. Jimmy. Did he make the right decision? He and Kendall Jenner have broken up. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Watch Devin Booker. Now that he can only focus on basketball, make a bit of an MVP run. Seriously, 27, 6 and 5 basically at the moment. Give me a 29-6-8. Get that Suns team rolling. Away we go. Love it. Devin Booker has been so fucking good this year. I'm so impressed. Anyway, uh, give me a bit of an unpopular opinion of the day. 
Uh, not really that unpopular, but I this Heat team just fucking bugs me. Because <laughs> they stink out loud. I just... But they're so well coached and they have like just such an ingrained, like ingrained sort of, you know, their hoot culture. 8 and 11, they drop those four games in a row to the Raptors, the Wiz, the Cavs, and the Wolves. And that's exactly the tier of teams that they should be beating, right? But with injuries to Jimmy Butts, Bam in and out of the lineup, Hero in and out, Lowry being old as fuck. I think it's just going to be the sort of year where they just 8 and 11, that sort of win percentage of. 470 odd, you're like, oh, it's going to be tough to make the playoffs. Like, one of those teams is going to have to fall out of the top of the East. Indy, probably take a dip. Washington, maybe take a dip. The Knicks, the Raps, you feel like they're going to be sitting around 500. So the Heat are kind of now in a bit of a dogfight with, like, the Bulls, Wiz, Pacers, Knicks, Raptors, Nets, etc. I don't like their chances. They're just sort of devoid of talent. Like outside of Jimmy Butler, bam, big Buddha Carl Larry, who, as I said, is like older than the sun. Like, what the fuck? Hero? Like, the f- next time he plays defense, will be the fucking first time. Like, what is going on? Like, the Mosquito Fleet has barely really sort of touched the sides this time. Like, this year, Max Struess, he's played, you know, a fair whack of games. He's shooting, like, okay? Only 35% from three, though. You need that to be around, like, the 37, 40 sort of vibe. Gabe Vincent, he... Similar kind of thing, right? 30% from three at the moment. You need them just absolutely fucking dead eye uh, for to have, like, that real big impact, and they just don't have it at the moment. So, I don't know. I think the unpopular opinion is the heat. Not that great. And finally, let's do some Outback Takeouts. It's Thursday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah, two-for-one blooming onions. No prick knows what the fuck this shit is. That's right, it's a deep-fried onion. All right. Eat it up. Only <laughs> at Outback. Seriously, that's all it is. It's a deep-fried onion made to look like a flower. That's right, it's an Australian delicacy, apparently. Anyway, today's Flame Grill take is LeBron. He's definitely not injured. But LeBron, the GM, is playing 4D checkers out there and getting Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook's trade value built up so it can flog him off for a prince's ransom or perhaps a king's ransom. Only at Outback. No, seriously, I mentioned this one, I think, about a week ago. LeBron's not injured. He's just taking a bit of time off, hanging out, letting AD and Russ... W- run the fucking show, build up their trade value, and then guess what? Boom, off you go, boys, on your bikes. She isn't rocket surgery. It's just the basketball. All right, quick, brief, Australian player watch right after this one. This is Chris Anstey, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Oh, man, I wish I'd gone on Anstey's fucking tour of the States. Bit tough to, you know, leave your newborn child though. So, unfortunately, <laughs> couldn't go. Uh, Big Simo Ben Simmons the last week has been awesome. 22 8 and 5 against the Grizzlies. As mentioned, he was unreal in that one. 11 of 13 from the floor. Uh, missed his free throw, but you get that on the big jobs. Uh, one steal, three fouls. 
I think that was only the third game all season that he'd hit more field goals than it had fouls. And then he's done the same in the next two games. He had 11-7-11 against uh, Philly, but he had three blocks and three steals, which says to me way more than even the 11-7-11 and the 4-7 shooting. It's just the hustle. It's the will. It's the uh, engagement. It's the body movement. That's what that means because he then backs that with 12-2-6 on a back-to-back against the Raptors. 33 more minutes. Shoots 7-9 in that one. 14-2-6, but another two blocks and another three steals. So... Love to see it. Box Hill Benny turning a bit of a corner uh, physically makes so much of a fucking difference. And I love it. It's great. Unfortunately, Patty Thrills, uh, look, okay against the Grizz. He had four points, one rebound, one assist. Shot two or two from the floor. Goes one or three, all of which were from downtown against the Sixers. Uh, three points, two assists, and a rebound. In 13 minutes, as Jacques Vaughn's like Fucking hell, can Patty get us going? Uh, played him in a little bit more, and then only six minutes again against Toronto today. Went 0-2, both from downtown. One rebound, one one assist. I still reckon you play Patty more, guess what? You only get good things out of that. You play him less, it's a bit tougher, and you screw him around out of his uh, sort of comfort zone. He gets bad, and he's less effective. It's pretty simple. Rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, Landale. Oh, yeah. Uh, basically, hasn't played this week. So, a bit of a tough one. Basically, they're sitting him. It sort of seems like they're like, oh, look, we've got some other stuff going on. It's going to be all right. Don't worry, Jock. We'll get you back out there again soon, son. So, he misses, what, the Knicks and the Lakers games for the Suns. Basically, just doesn't get out there. And uh, DNP, CD, the coach's decision. It's like, all right. Coach doesn't really want to... Stretch out those uh, limbs, but that's fine. That's fine. We'll live. Dyson Daniels uh, got out there today against the Shen Antonio Bender Spurs. Five points, five fouls. Anti-strain bias. One block, one steal, two assists, and a rebound, two of five from the floor. Was also against there for 20 minutes against the, the Warriors and smasherated it because he's bloody good. Nine points, five rebounds, two assists, and another couple of steals. And uh, went four or seven in that one, including another three. Love to see those ones go down. The fouling, though, look, he's just young. You're going to get that on the big jobs. I mean, he's 19. Like, what are we going to do here? Like, I don't. I always hate the fact that you go, oh, yeah, how old is he, 19? It's like, fuck, I can remember what I was doing probably when he was born in, like, 2003. Like, what are we doing? God, that breaks your heart, doesn't it? Anyway, Jack White uh, got out there against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And his buddy Giddy, 10 minutes, ran around, got some cardio in. One rebound, two blocks, two fouls, zero points, and no field goals. Just good to see the Nuggets going, oh, yeah, we'll give him a bit of a run. And him getting out there and give him some hustle minutes. Love to see it, especially after his four minutes against Dallas on the weekend. That's back-to-back games against Aussies. Good on you, Jack. Maybe they're just like Aussie on Aussie violence. They're what they're all about there. Giddy up. He had 18-9-7 against the New York City Knickerbockers, and then he had 12-4-6 on 5-12 shooting as Denver today. Didn't really cover himself in glory. He's gone through a bit of a slump again downtown. I think he shot three of, I think it's 3 of 15 over the last, like, five games from downtown. It's one of those ones where you go two steps forward, one step back, one step forward, two steps back with the shooting. That's how it goes, though. Like, he's gone 26% from downtown so far in November. And you'll remember, like, he had a bunch of games where he's hit two, two, two here and there, and 
just hasn't had that for uh, a while since actually that Knicks game where he hit the two or three from downtown. So, look, Giddy will be fine. The rest of his game's all good. You just want to see the uh, jump shot go down a little bit more consistently. 8 of 15 from the, uh, the floor against the Knicks in that loss. But, yeah, the Thunder have lost three on the trot, and it's just them sort of trying to figure stuff out, especially defensively. Greeny! <laughs> he had the career high, 23 points, 6 of 7 from 3 against Denver on Monday, 8 of 9 from the floor. Career highs, 23 points, 6 threes. Love to see it. And they lose to fucking Denver. Breaking my heart. Only 22 minutes against Boston today. Uh, 3 points, 1 rebound, went 1 or 2 from downtown. So, I don't know, if you're playing along at home, that's 7 of 9 from downtown across the last two games. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, 4 fouls today, though. Tough seeds, 1 of 4 shooting. Greeny, doing all right, though. Matty T, good to see him get out there against Brooklyn the other day. Three points, went one of three, all from downtown in three minutes. That's uh, nice and succinct. And Daly got out there today against the Atlanta Hawks car for two minutes, got in some cardio, put up zero stats. Let's do an Andrew Gay's Grey Mum reward for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. I'll tell you what, there's no coincidence that the Kings are good all of a sudden and they brought in our one true king, isn't it? You know? Is there a correlation? Yes. Andrew Gay's Grey Mamba. All right, this one's a quick one. DeMar DeRozan, I'm going to give him the outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. I only sort of touched on him earlier, but in his last four games, he's gone 36 points, 8 assists, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 41 points, 4 rebounds, 28 points, 7 assists, and shot the shit out of it. DeMar is playing out of his skin. And to be honest, like he's the only reason like the Bulls are in like most of these games. And like in terms of a run, it's very, very nice. Like, he's shooting it at about 56% over those last sort of five games. He is playing fucking good basketball. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Some Andrew Gay shit, so love it. Right, Patty Mills Game Day Ball, Game Day Twitter check-in. Uh, you might remember Patty Mills and his uh, Hawaiian Invitational College thing. Uh, it's been going well. Gotten a lot of props. Love to see that. Uh, and he rocked up in his Hawaii 22 jersey and said, type of love never expire. Wave emoji, palm tree emoji. The flower emoji. Love it. On your patty. Inspiring another generation. Right, let's do some previews and picks. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. It sounds like you need another beer. Yeah, you're getting a bit scratchy. <laughs> I've run out of water <clears throat> and beers. Uh, so, over the last four days, we went 18 of 32 uh, with a big day today, actually, in the head-to-head. So, I think on... What do we do? On, the, on Monday, we went 4 of 8. On Tuesday, we went 4 of 8. On Wednesday, we went 2 of 4. So hitting 50% the entire time. And then today, absolutely nailed the head-to-heads, which was we went 8 of 12 in the games today. I think that's 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, and we've got 8 of those right. So just saying, not bloody bad. That leaves us at, for the season, 
I believe, let's do some quick maths. That is 161 of 257 picks for the season. That is bloody good. Holy shit. Nailing it. Right. So with all that in mind, let's do some picks for the next couple of days. All right, Saturday. So no games on Friday because of uh, Thanksgiving. What are you giving thanks for, Jimmy? I'm giving thanks for all of yous. All of yous out there. <laughs> no, seriously, I love this. This is fucking great. Um, old mate today is like, oh, are you going to do an NBA Australia tonight? I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah. you've been working all day. Like, I have a early start to do the uh, Fox show on Thursdays. Bit of a tough one. You get that on the big jobs. You're like... And we taped uh, Code Bet Daily as well. The throat's a bit scratchy. I've been talking a lot today. He's like, you're getting tired of work? I'm like, NBA Australia's not work. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> NBA Australia's a fucking laugh. I just yell. Carry on like an idiot. Anyway, um, Saturday, we've got Minnesota at Charlotte. Uh, the Wolves are three and a half point favorites. Um, it's one of those things you go, everyone gets a day off. Cool. Minnesota, their size is going to dominate Charlotte. Charlotte have got no chance of that. Their minus three and a half is uh, huge value. I love that. Philly, they go to Orlando. They're two and a half point underdogs in Orlando. i got to go to Philly. Like, even without Harden, without Maxi, even if Embiid's a question mark. Look, Orlando are handy. They're pretty good. Philly just showed a little something, something in that Brooklyn game that you give them another day off, let them go. The two and a half gets a bit tasty. I think I kind of like Philly there. Orlando, essentially, I would like them, but hmm, minus two and a half. Maybe Orlando, but no, nah, give me Philly. Just on the off chance that Embiid plays. If Embiid doesn't, obviously I'd probably go Orlando, but so we'll just make a bit of a note. If Embiid does play, I'd probably swing that pick to a. Uh, Philly more so. If he doesn't, I'd probably end up landing on Orlando if it stays at two and a half. So, yeah, there we go. But at the moment, we'll go Philly plus two and a half on the off chance that Embiid goes. Portland, New York. We're going to go Portland plus five and a half. There's still a lot of talent on that Portland team. A lot of size as well with Big Nurk, Big Jeremy, Jeremiah, Grant, and five and a half points is too much. Uh, Portland, if they lose, I think they'll get that one close. Uh, Lakers, five and a half point favorites. The Lakers. The Lakers. Wait, where are the Lakers? San Antonio. Five and a half point favorites. All right, cool. Taking that in a heartbeat. Miami. They play Washington. They are five and a half point favorites as well. I'll take Miami there too. Uh, They just beat Washington. I think they can do that again because that seems like a thing that they should be able to do. (laughs) Good one, Jimmy. No, Miami, look, if they're at home, especially against Washington, they should have no problems taking care of them. The Washington defense is good, but Miami's shooters against that Washington D. The big wings of Washington just defensively aren't quite there enough, I think, in my brain. Sacramento, they go to Boston. They're eight-and-a-half-point underdogs, the Sacramento team. They're, these are the two best offenses in the NBA at the moment. If you're going to give me an eight-and-a-half-point head start for Sacramento, I'll kind of take that. With the Suvlaki King in the middle, just organizing it all, I'll take Sacramento. Atlanta, they go to Houston. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorites. They should fucking smash Houston. I'll take Atlanta, please. OKC, they host Chicago. They are a half-point underdog at home. The Thunder, I'll take that. Shea, the only problem is, like, Vooch can absolutely dominate that game. Uh, But 
and so can DeMar. So you've got to hope that Giddy, Shea, and Dort really step up. OKC, I think, can eke that one out. Chicago, just they'll lay in a bit of an egg. Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, three and a half point underdogs in Milwaukee. I just think that Cleveland size was just enough to stymie Milwaukee. So I like Cleveland. Brooklyn, three and a half point underdogs in Indy. Oh, no, favorites. Fuck. Nets in Indy. Oof, that's a tricky one, actually, for Brooklyn. It's a bad matchup between Halliburton and Kobe. With Simo sort of playing the way he is, I'll take Brooklyn, actually, minus three and a half. Pelicans, one and a half point underdogs in Memphis. This is Jar versus Zion. This is a great game. I'll take the Pelicans plus one and a half. They're just a little bit deeper with Memphis, no Bane. The Pels, you got Spindles, you got Zion, you got JV, you got CJ McCollum. I'll take the Pels. Phoenix, they play Detroit. I'll take the Suns minus 12 and a half there. The Jazz, they play the Warriors. They're seven and a half point underdogs. The Jazz, without Conley, it's hard to take them. But I'll look, seven and a half, I think I'll take the seven and a half. Warriors win, Jazz cover. Denver, two and a half point favorites against the Nuggets. I'll take that as well. Jeez, that's a big slate on Saturday. Love it. And then Sunday, what do we got? Mavs, they host. No, they go to Toronto. I'll take the Mavs. I think that was the uh, pick I had against Carlos Boozer. If you haven't seen Fox Sports Lab NBA, it's me and my good friend Carlos Boozer going head to head on some of these picks. Just saying. What are you doing? It's a great watch. Uh, Dallas, Toronto. I think Dallas's wings. Toronto's defense, three-point defense, isn't too crash hot. I think I'll take Dallas in that one. If Fred Van Vliet can't go, again, I like Dallas. OKC against Houston. OKC on a back-to-back. I'll take Houston there. They'll get a sneaky win at home. Uh, Houston playing it, you know, home back-to-back. OKC ducking down the road to Houston. Oof. Yeah, I'll take the Rockets. San Antonio Lakers on a back-to-back, back-to-home. Like a, yeah. Two Spurs home games against the Lakers. I think Lakers can win both of those. AD will probably play one of them. LeBron might come back for another one. Yeah. I think Lakers can win both of them. That's a moment in the uh, season for them. Oh, but we won two games back-to-back again. It's all right. Cool, man. And the Suns, they host the Yaz. Get off to go the Suns. Jazz might cover that one. There's no obviously no line for it yet, but off we go. Uh, Monday, just in case I don't get to do the show Sunday night, um... We've got a 7 a.m. start, Portland in Brooklyn. I'll take Brooklyn in that one. Jeremy Grant versus Kevin Durant should be fun. Which one's the Grant? Uh, Minnesota Golden State. I'll take Golden State. Clippers, Indy will go. Indy. Oh, that's a great game, though. Didn't think I'd say that, but here we are. Atlanta, Miami. I'll take the Hawks. Boston, Washington. Wings will be too good there for the Celtics. Cleveland versus Detroit. The Cavs will win that one. No worries. New York, Memphis. you got to take Jar in that one. Philly, Orlando. Again, another one in the uh, back-to-back. We'll play two games against each other kind of vibe. Series having just played each other on Saturday. Maybe Embiid is back for that. I'll take the Sixers. And Milwaukee hosting Dallas. That is so tasty. It end up your Monday at noon. I'll take the Bucks. But the plan is to do a Sunday show, so we'll probably redo those picks on Sunday night. Right, there you go. Bang, done. Jesus, my voice is giving out. Jimmy, is it because you've done like fucking three hours of like actual on camera or fucking in front of a microphone? Yeah, it is. (laughs) Anyway, back Sunday or Monday, we'll, you know, keep an eye out. 
Uh, in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face IG, we're all over the socials, you know that. NFL Australia with myself and Gaz, that's a good one each week. It's been great, actually, of late. Gaz and I are really getting stuck into this season. It's a wildly entertaining NFL uh, year, so go subscribe to that. Uh, obviously, make sure you're rating and reviewing the old NBA Australia. Please, I don't ask for anything, seriously. Unless you want to go buy some merch, that'd be handy. NBAstraya.com slash merch. No, slash shop. Just check out all the fucking links on the socials, would you? Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Those guys rule. Uh, so do their new band, House Hats. Big thanks also go to Joshua Delarantis, Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jada, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify, Ramshackle are playing a show at the Bendigo Hotel, which is in Collingwood, ironically. Not in Bendigo. We've got to go to Bendigo. No. Got to go to Collingwood. Um which is where the Bendigo Hotel is. Ramshackle playing there, I believe, in a couple of weeks. <clears throat> I'll be there. It's going to be great. Oh, I'll be drunk. Uh, that's it. Seriously, we support NBA Australia Sports Australian Bands, so you should as well. All right, let's close out with a really quick daily review, and we will catch you on Sunday, I reckon. Or Monday. We'll see how we go with timing and some other shit that's going on, but it's all good. I'll speak to you then. Love you, guts. Have a great weekend, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And, Delhi Review, don't forget about that. Laters and... That's right, it's your old mate Deli over here. Oi, 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 what's going on? That's right, just swinging by for a real quick Deli review because, like, your old mate Jimmy just keeps fucking fobbing me off, man. So, like, what the fuck are you doing, Jimmy? Just get me on, you dickhead. I'm having the fucking, fucking time of my life here in Sacramento. It's sick as. Thing is, there's not much to do here. Like, they fucking fire up a laser every week and, like, try to blind some fucking aliens and shit. When we win, you're like, yeah, this is fucking sick as, but... I'm a bit bored. Not too much else to do here. I didn't think anywhere could be more boring than fucking Cleveland, but here we are. Sacramento. It makes fucking Maribyrnong look like a bustling metropolis. But anyway, uh, so we've been watching a bunch of the tellies, right? So we, old mate, she, uh, the missus, she maybe watched House of the Dragon. You know, that Game of Thrones thing and shit. And I'm like, so do the dragons live in a house? What the fuck are we doing here? And it's like, oh, there's some dragons in it. You're like, yeah, cool. So when do they live in the house? I thought this was going to be like Big Brother, but for dragons and shit. And she's like, nah, you dickhead. I'm like, fuck, all right. Who's rooting who? Are the dragons rooting? They're like, oh, I don't know. It's like, all right, fucking sick. But anyway, it was a good show, yeah. Give it, I don't know, like 18 out of 10. And then there's that other one, that fucking one with like the fucking hobbits and shit. What do you call that? The Rings of Power? She's like, watch this one as well. And I'm like, fuck it, all right. There's some dwarves and elves and what do they call them? Orcs and fucking shit. And you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Where's what? What's his fucking head? That Gandalf prick. I remember him from the movies and shit. She's like, he's not in it. I'm like, fuck, here we go. I'm like, where's that little prick Frodo? She's like, he's not in it. I'm like, what the fuck? So anyway, it was all right. <laughs> and there you go. So 16 out of 10 for that one. Bit fucking boring, dragged on. I'm like, who's this prick? Who's that guy? What's going on here with her? I don't know. Look at this joker. Oh, yeah, sick. What's his fucking prick doing? I don't know. Just dragged a bit, so yeah, it doesn't get too many daily ones, but pretty good still. There you go. So go check him out. Good watch. 
And yeah, that's about it. So, all right, we'll catch us next week. Another Deli review, as long as Jimmy keeps around. And uh, there you go. Later, fuckos, Deli out.